Hey, Dad. What's up? I um, I thought of a scenario. Okay. Or not. It, mm, what is it called when you have like a scenario or a thought and then it's like, I don't know. And then you make a comparison to like a real situation. You know what I'm talking about? Like you have a story and you make it relevant to real life. Whatever. I'm going to tell you what it is. <laughs> I'm going to tell you do, what do, it is. Do, do, do. <laughs> so um, over the weekend, I played in this flag football league, right? Mm-hmm. And granted, my background in football is that, you know, I played in college, played in high school, whatever. I played cornerback, defensive back. For people who don't know football, I guard the people that catch the football. That was my job <laughs> to make sure they didn't catch the ball. But anyway, I played in this flag football league and we there's like two divisions. The first division is just like an intro division, like everybody plays type thing and it's very easy. So I used to go out there, play a whole game, not even sweat because it wasn't hard. You know, like mm-hmm. people can't catch the ball. I can barely tap their arm and they drop it. Like it was just stuff like that. Well, when you win the championship twice, I guess, and I guess our team I don't go to every game, but our team won the championship twice, you move up to the advanced division. So mm-hmm. these guys these guys tend to have a little bit of background in football, whether they played in high school, college. Most of them have played football. The first one, there's some guys that play flag football that never play football. Well, this weekend I played flag football and I had a matchup that was pretty insane. Um, the guy that I was guarding this week was like six six. Okay. For reference, I'm five ten. <laughs> so if 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 it's you know, third down and five yards to go. Guess where they're going? <laughs> they go to the big target. Yeah, yeah. They throw, they throw they throw the ball up. So we had the ball first. I'm trying to tell the story fast. We had the ball first. Um, we had a turnover. So they're on like it's first and like ten to the end zone. Like they have ten yards mm-hmm. to the end zone. Big man come running out to the side. They they look so they they see me on one side. That corner on the other side is like six four. Okay, right. They, you see the quarterback and him guy. They look one side, six four guy look over to me. It's like you going that way. <laughs> so, um, so they send him over to my side. They line up and everybody's like jump ball, jump ball. It's like yeah, I already know. I you know I've been through this road before. I know what this looked like. You know. Um, so the guy releases. He does this little goofy release. I've seen it before. It was easy. So I just basically sat sat there. They threw the ball up. I go up. I'm over this dude, right? Uh-huh. I have my hands on the ball. Now, our safety knew it was a jump ball. So, he was like, I'm not going to let him get dunked on. Like, And so, I had my hands on the ball. First play of the game for us. This is going to be a pick. Wide open. I could have caught it and it ran straight to the end zone. No one's catching me, Dad. And so, <laughs> had my hands on the ball. But the safety was trying to protect me and came through and knocked it out of my hands thinking he was going through like both of us. Uh-huh. So, I was like, okay, you know, whatever. And the complete play. All right, cool. So, they go back to the huddle. They do, they do another play or whatever they score. They do like a little handoff thing or whatever. So fast forward. Now we're back in the same situation. It's like first and like five to the end zone. Me and big man, they throw it. Mm-hmm. I go up and I like, I can't like pinpoint the ball in the air for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I jump up to hit it, completely miss the ball. I hit dude in the head. He like, Caught it. I think he like kind of kind of caught it with one hand. I think he did. Caught it. I thought I hit like hit his arms enough where he dropped it. I I stand in there and he's on the ground with the ball on his in his hands and he's like touchdown. I was like, oh man, well you know it happens. Whatever. Yeah. It was just a miss miss on my my part. 
Okay, cool. What? Fast forward. We go down score. We're back in the same situation. I don't know why our defense keep allowing us to get first and five yards <laughs> to the end zone, first of all. Um, but uh, <laughs> so we're back in the same situation. Jump ball time. They throw the jump ball. This time, like, I'm in position. Like, we're facing each other. Like, my chest is to his chest. Right. I'm looking for the ball. Dad, I literally can't see the ball. I can't find the ball in the air. And so I just jump. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, like, I can't see the ball. I just jumped. And he calls, He catches the ball. Touchdown. Cool. Now I'm getting a little irritated. I'm like, okay, they're, they are challenging my athletic abilities <laughs> yeah. right now. And then so, like, we're going down. We're back on defense. And I hear the guys on the side, man, if I was them, man, I will take him out, man. They just keep jump balling him. I'm like, man, y'all going to learn. Like, I, I, like, this is not new. And so then they was throwing little screens. And then I'm like. I'm jumping on them. I'm doing that type of cool, right? Boom. And so then they there's like fourth and like 15, right? Uh-huh. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> Big man again. <laughs> yeah. I know what's going to happen. Fourth and 15, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm not playing deep. I'm playing this man up. So I'm like up on like, I'm like six That's yards what you away. are, press corner. You can't press in flag football. Oh. If that's the case, I'm pressing him crazy, right? So, but – um. I'm I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to sit back. I know they got to go 15. I'm not going to sit back at the 10 and then jump ball it up. Like, right. no, I'm not doing that. And so I played him at 7. I did my read steps. I saw saw the quarterback. He opened up because he does the same thing every time. Every time it was jump ball, he catches and opens and just waits. And so I saw him open up and wait. I was like, jump ball time. And so I'm running. I know where the first down marker is, so I know where he has to throw it. So I'm running. I'm not even looking at kind of at the receiver anymore. I'm just running. Quarterback throws the ball, but he throws it a little bit towards the safety. So the the receivers behind me running down like the sideline is yeah. me and then where the safety is supposed to be. But there's uh-huh. nobody there, even though there's a, supposed to be a safety there. <laughs> uh, nobody there. The ball's going there. I run it, catch it, pick. And I'm running. I'm running. Then I hear the whistle. And I'm stopping. Everybody's like, what's going on? What's going on? Dad, let me tell you what happened. One of our players called the ball to stop. Because I guess before he hiked it, one of their players moved. And so to stop the play, one of our players was like, no, he moved, he moved. And it calls the play dead. Interception <laughs> invalid. So I ran, did all this reading and all this other stuff just for that to happen. And then they played again and then we stopped there or whatever. But the reason why I brought up this story is because in college we used to practice all the time. You know, we practiced, we trained, we did stuff. Like me, understanding that I'm a 5'10 receiver, that I may have to, 5'10 cornerback, I may have to go against a 6'6 six guy, 6'8 six, six guy. Mm-hmm. Like I've went against those tall guys before. I had to work on different techniques. So like they may go up and get the ball over me, but they're not coming down with it. So yeah. like r- knocking the ball out, doing different things to make sure they don't catch the ball. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But I got decently good at making sure the receiver doesn't catch the ball. I haven't did those skills in years. And so, like, I'm in the same type of position, but I'm going up trying to find the ball. Can't find the ball. I'm missing arms. One time they threw a play. Like, I was on the other side, and I just came across the help. They threw the ball across the middle, and it was overthrown. I went to go swipe the ball, and I completely whiffed just because I can't pinpoint the ball in the air. I haven't done it in forever. Mm -hmm. And so – The reason why I brought up that whole story because I related to being a Christian, you know, Mm -hmm. growing up in the church, you know, constantly reading the Bible and studying the scriptures and like going to Bible studies and all this other stuff. You can recognize some things. You can move through life a certain way because you recognize it, even like spiritual gifts and what you can and can't do. You go on a break where you stop, um, stop living the word of God 
mm-hmm. then you just automatically just try to talk to somebody about God or you try to jump back into it. You feel like you're missing the ball <laughs> because you haven't done it so long. You see what I mean? <laughs> does that that was a long story, but does that make sense? I got you. Yeah. So, hey, that that was my weekend. It made me realize that not necessarily that, like f- you know, this thing with football is like. If I want to make sure that I'm doing the thing for the kingdom, I got to make sure I stay red up because I don't want to be in a situation where I have to do things that God will empower me to do, but I can't recognize it because I haven't practiced it. <laughs> so that was my that was my my little story. Welcome to the No Negations Podcast, a faith-based podcast that connects real-world situations and thoughts to scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're doing a continuation of God's will. So let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. And D.S. Ninja is in the house. I forgot I forgot that we were recording. And so, like, when it came, when the camera or when the music went up, like, after I'm done doing the intro, it's just still on me. And I'm just over here, like, stretching <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. I forgot. You're going to be doing your calisthenics. Yeah. yeah you sore? No, I'm not, actually. Okay. Um, I'm sore from when, from you talking about from yesterday? Huh? Oh, you talking about like why I did? Okay, yeah, no, I'm not sore. Um, some some of my joints might be a little stiff, but I'm not I'm not I'm not sore. Okay, yeah, but Dad, I'm actually kind of proud of you guys. You know why? Proud of who? You and Mom. Why? Because I came to you guys' house today, and you guys had waffles. Well, we're gonna solve that problem. <laughs> 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 but when you leave, there won't be any here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to say, I can help you solve that problem. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, how was your week? Uh, week was good. Week was good. You know, um, doing a little bit of training. I, I'm not as training as hard as I was before because, you know, I had, I'm had i waiting on the results of the MRI yeah. for my knee. But um, stretching and stuff is, is good. I'm feeling, feeling good. We had a couple of days of warmer days. And so... Um, we got some tournaments coming up, mm-hmm. but all is well. What about you? You didn't take another trip this week. Nope. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my week consists of, Dad, was explaining myself. The amount, the amount of people that reached out, even like the text line, reached out um, to me about the last episode we had and, uh-huh. and then the, the traveling story. Yeah. It's kind of kind of crazy. <laughs> the amount of people. It, you know what? This has to be the most engagement we had on the text oh, line. By far. On the subject, you know, of, of free will and God's will and yeah. predestination and all that. Yeah, by far. Even, like, as a whole, like, out of all of our episodes, there's a couple where we got a decent, like, a lot of, like, people. This is by far probably the most engagement. response we got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and it seems like it's kind of split, honestly. Like, some people is like, oh, yeah, predestination you know, we have free will within the boundaries of God. Like, we could do different things. And then, on the other hand, there's some people that's, like, confused like me. It was like, well, if we're all on the, you know, if we're all predestined to do something, is our life up to that point really free will if it's all leading up to that? You know, so I feel like it's kind of split to split where it's, like, people that's asking questions and people's like, okay, this is what it is. Well, that's what 
we are supposed to do, you know, is ask questions, is to get understanding. Um, I shared with the Sunday school today um, because a lot of professing Christians don't share their faith because they they're afraid that they may get asked questions about scriptures they don't know and they may lose credibility and all that. And so what I explained to them is that the Bible is not proof. It's evidence. And based on your reading, your studying, your researching, you're looking at the evidence and then that, that more or less uh, is the reason why you have faith because of, you looked at the evidence. The challenge is, is that a lot of people don't want to read because they want to live a lifestyle they, based on what they want to do, not on God's words. So I, I actually had a guy tell me one time, if I don't read the Bible, God can't judge me on it. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. But here's what's interesting. Go to go to Luke chapter one. Here we go. We starting off early. Well, let's wait. How was your week? That was my week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not that I cared, but I don't even remember my week, honestly though. Luke chapter one. Yes. Verse yeah, here's what's interesting. Read one through four. I'm so mad that you're making me read. You know why? Because I do not know how to pronounce the first name that's up here. <clears throat> um, Theophilius. Oh, that's the intro. No, that's it. Yeah. Read verse one. One right. through four. <clears throat> the Lapid. Theophilippi. Philippius. Dear Theo. <laughs> Many people have done their best to write a report of the things that have taken place among us. Uh, they wrote what we have been told by those who saw these things um, from the beginning and who proclaimed the message. And so, Your Excellency, because I have carefully studied all these matters from their beginnings, I thought it would be, a, be good to write an orderly account for you. I do this so that you will know the full truth about everything which you have been taught. Okay, so in other words, Luke is telling you that he's he's wrote these things down. He investigated the eyewitnesses account. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I just what's your point? I guess. Like I don't what does this mean? Because when we talk to people sometimes, we're talking to them. Like the Bible says this, but the person don't care about the Bible. They don't even believe it. They don't recognize it or they don't even believe in God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But we're presenting the Bible as proof. But what we should do is present the Bible as evidence because why? Eyewitness account. Oh, so like if you highlight a figure. So I had actually had a conversation like this with someone before. So they recognized that Attila the Hun was real. Mm -hmm. They recognized that Pontius Pilate was real. Um, it was a third person we was talking about, but they recognized these people were real. And within some of their own writings, they recognized that Jesus, this guy was saying that Jesus is not real. They was recognizing that Jesus was a real being, whether right. miracles happen or not. They was recognizing a historical that, figure. Yeah. They, yes. yeah, they recognized that <clears throat> Jesus was there. And so, right. I'm, I'm, I'm mentoring somebody now and they actually read in the book of Luke. And so when they got to chapter one, I said, now research Herod, King Herod, 
and see if he's a historical figure that existed. Mm-hmm. And to, when we start doing that, now we starting to we we be able to, to give the reasoning for our faith because we checked the evidence. Mm-hmm. We looked at the historical evidence. We looked at archaeology, the things that were back in those days, and all those things together is given the evidence of Jesus or that time in Judea mm-hmm. or the first century. And I, and I gave um, analogy like if I was going to write, I told you about, about my great grandfather, right? And, and and your grandfather told you about him too, right? That owned the land in Tuskegee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, say if I was going to write a, a a book on on my my genealogy, okay? Okay. What because I I I I didn't meet my great grandfather and my great great grandfather and my great 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 grandfather. What do I have to do? I have to interview people that knew him and they told me stories of right. or incidents, things that happened, just like uh, your grandfather told you down in Tuskegee. We walked the land and he was telling you stories. Yeah. Now, if I write those things down and, and create a book, even though I wasn't there, I interviewed, I investigated, eyewitness account of what took place on how the land in Tuskegee came about, how the farm came about, yeah. what what your grandfather did. But people look at the Bible and say, well, the Bible was written with people that uh, that was 40 years after, after Jesus. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some of them was there. And like Luke tell you, told you, he investigated by Talking to eyewitness accounts. You know what that I was with it. You know what I also think about too, though, is that okay. So people like talk about things. Just use the fact that you said that old people wrote in as forty years after. Yeah. Some people were still alive during like exactly. And then like if you look at some of these, um, <clears throat> some of these characters or people in the Bible, is that some of these people lived literally hundreds of years. Like yeah. just because like and by me, I guess some people could be like, Oh, is that actually true that people actually lived that long? That can that's a totally sure, different conversation. Sure. But like I don't think that's you know But I we're not know. talking about you. We're talking about the individuals who don't give the Bible or don't see the Bible as God's word or to believe that there is a God or believe that Jesus existed or Jesus is God. Mm-hmm. And that's what we as followers of Christ have to do is just present the evidence why we have the faith we have and, and, and the call to action is that they need to research it too. I have a question <laughs> that I want to ask so bad, but it has nothing really to do with like free will or what we're talking about. What well, kind of does when I were free will. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the question, but don't answer it. We're gonna use that for another podcast. Is that fair? Whatever, because you're just gonna forget it anyway. So, but. well, that, that's why I'm gonna say it here. Because like when I listen back to the podcast, I'll be like, "Oh shoot! Oh, you listen to the podcast? <laughs> here we go. Okay, man. What? <laughs> uh, oh shoot! Oh shoot! Yeah, here we go. Um. Life is pointless. Because, like, think about it. Like, people, there's people. Okay, so we remember these people. But how do you, most people that live live on a regular basis are forgotten, right? 
And so the people that like like there's there's business people that have done great things for our country, for our world. There's people that were teachers and and even like pastors who did great things, but no one remembers them now. Some people they do. It depends on the impact that they made on people's lives. But but that's my thing is like is life essentially pointless because you know ecclesiastes says that everything yeah. is you know is, is pointless but if, yeah but without you know if you're not doing it for the kingdom of god or whatever but like is everything that we do like you know like right now like i'm really trying to grow the gym or i'm really trying to grow the podcast or i'm trying to do all these different things i want to get get into investments we talked about possibly open up a smoothie shop like these all that stuff essentially is pointless because when I die, no one's going to remember me or that. And what made me think about this is that that football thing again, right? Yeah. I'm thinking about the guys that I played with at, at in college, and everyone was like, oh, this is the greatest guy. Three years, four years down the line, no one knows that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. And now there's a new guy there that's like, oh, everyone's there. When they leave, it's going to be the same thing. And so, like, it's the stuff we really do kind of pointless. But you don't have to answer that if you don't want. We can get back into That would be a good, good episode to talk about that. Yeah, that might be that if, might. If you remember, I I I said it, so we have a. I know where to go to find it if I forget. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So back to this free will thing, right? Predestination. Yeah. And chosen and all that. So I'm gonna say my thoughts one more time, right? Okay. And then we can get into it. So I do believe, and then even like looking up different things, right? I do believe that God has a specific plan for us. Right. Like D is going to do this at the end of, you know, that when everything's all said and done, this is what I do. I do, though, think our free will can hinder that with the stuff we choose to do throughout life. It can knock us off the path. It could, you know, we have that type of free that free will um, with, I guess, which is, I guess, in the restraints of God's power. But, hmm, you got uh, that point, huh? <laughs> yeah, but I do think that we actually have free free will. Like it's like we make our choices and it can det- it can mess up the plans that God has for us because of our choice. Maybe like instead of you say that the the end goal for me was to own a to create a gym, right? But instead of doing it 2 years ago or doing it to a great magnitude, I own a little shack 20 years from now. Like it's like the stuff that I decide to do like can hinder the plan that God has for me. That's kind of what I believe. I, I think what you're not hearing is that you're hearing that there's no free will. Or you're coming to the conclusion that there's no free will. I'm hearing. That's how what I interpret what you're saying. <clears throat> right. Yes. But I'm telling you within the boundaries of God's purpose, we move. We do things. Okay. Well, let me ask you this because someone submitted – um, through our text line 330-366-2636 um, What was that? Our phone number for the text line 330-366-2636 Okay, I just wanted you to p- repeat it twice oh, okay. So they know Oh yeah um, <clears throat> Someone um, up sent a, 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 a scripture From the book of Exodus Talking about Moses mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you know Moses as we know did a lot of great things, you know, mm-hmm. part of the Red Sea, spoke to Pharaoh, you know, did miracles, that type of thing that got 
gave him the power <clears throat> to do that mm-hmm. type of thing. But which I didn't realize until we read it before this podcast is that Moses almost got killed by God. Yes. And so God's purpose for Moses was what we know of Moses today, right? Mm-hmm. But Moses almost missed out on that because he decided not to circumcise his son. Right. And so he almost <clears throat> got ki- God almost killed him if it wasn't for his wife circumcising. And so my question to this is right. Where what the heck? <laughs> like, <laughs> like is is God the like is the is did Moses actually have the free will there or was it part of God's plan for his wife to circumcise? the kid to kind of save Moses from dying. And if it's not true, if we are, if we are supposed to hit a certain, if God does have a specific plan for us by Moses, not following what God was saying, <laughs> here comes Desi, man. Desi, watch out. Okay. Come here. Um, by Moses, not following. Watch oh, the little boy. Close the door. <laughs> Go with granddad. <laughs> Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> this episode is going. Yeah, here, come here, come here. Okay, all right. Can you listen? By um. <laughs> Wait, okay. Wait, no, don't walk to the court. Everybody wants to be a star. How did he even get up here? <laughs> Um. Oh, so yeah. So, um, is it was okay? If God had this plan already set for Moses, right? That Moses was going to do these different things. If we didn't have, and this is not necessarily going against your point. This is just my question. Yeah. If we didn't technically have free will, where we can, where where we can hinder or mess up the plans that God has, why would God consider killing him? I don't think he messed up. You can mess up his plan. His plan, because just like we we read in Romans, in Romans 9, and I think it's verse 10, I think, somewhere in there, he said, Who can resist? Paul asked the question, Who can resist the will of God? Right? So we can't resist his will. If it's his will, it's going to happen. Now, it may take a, a different way of happening, you know. Um, so do you think that God potentially killing Moses, like God was never really going to kill Moses because he knew that his wife was going to do it. Like he was going to, you know, take the job and circumcise his son and then put on his foot, which I don't really understand why she put it on Moses' foot. I, I don't know. But, it, but no, I mean, if God was going to do it, he was going to do it. But, um, you see that happen several times in scripture. Go go to First Chronicles. All right. While I'm going to First Chronicles, chapter I'm ask, ten. I'm at, oh shoot, I forgot I had it plugged up. While I'm going to First Chronicles, I'm going to ask you this question. And so, like, God has a plan for me in my life, right? He has a if, purpose for you. Yeah, a purpose. Yes. He has a purpose <clears throat> for me. Yeah. If I am not being obedient to God, and He takes me out early, do I still fulfill that purpose? You know what I mean? Or do I fulfill the God's will? Or am I Because in order to be a part of God's will, I have to be a part of God's Okay. God family, has a I? I look at it like this. God wants a certain thing to happen. Mm-hmm. He say in in Jonah's case, he wants the people of Nineveh to hear the gospel. Uh-huh. 
So he used Jonah to do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. But say Jonah just was a knucklehead. Which he was. Which he was. And still didn't want to do what God said. Right. Did it. God had taken him out, but then may have somebody else go. The purpose was to have the people in the Nineveh hear the gospel. So you're saying that. It may not be that particular tool. Mm. So, oh, I see what you're saying. So you're saying all you're saying ultimately, the per God's purpose is going to be done. Yes. But is it going to be done with you? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> I see. Okay, I see why you have to when you're talking about you have to separate the two. Right. And so, well, salvation and free and a person's free will. I don't think that's separate though. Well, like my personal <clears throat> salvation and then like my free will. I don't throughout life. I don't think that's separate. Well, within the boundaries of God's purpose. That's why I told you to go to First Chronicles. Okay, First Chronicles. Yeah. What? Chapter ten. Chapter ten. Yes, and fasten your seatbelts on this one. Oh boy! Because we're about to, like I told him in class, <clears throat> we're about to go to an altitude. There's going to be some turbulence. <laughs> this, this this better be fire after okay. that. Okay. After that. Okay. Okay. Um, you want me to read it since you're tired of reading? Yeah. Wait, if it's too much, well, you got to put your glasses on and stuff. I can do it. You know, you're going to get off my glasses. You just keep on living. Let's, let's get, the, the Bible like this close to his face so he can see it. Hey, he got glasses on. What? Wait, let me ask you this. I asked you this before. What's the point of wearing glasses on your face when you just have it at the edge of your nose? Okay, you know what? Whatever. Go. <laughs> you just go. <clears throat> now, you're going to have to follow in this, okay? All right. Where are we at? First Chronicles chapter chapter 10. 10. Uh-huh. See, last week you weren't ready for this one. Okay. Chapter 10, verse what? Verse 1. one. Okay. I'm, I'm giving people time to go get their Bibles on this, our listeners. They're most likely they're in the car. That's where yeah. most of our listeners are. Yeah, but they probably, they're going to go home and, and pick it up. I got to read that myself. All right, here we go. Now, the Philistines fought against Israel. The Israelites fled before them, and many fell slain on Mount Gilboa. The Philistines pressed hard after Saul and his sons, and they killed his son, Jonathan, Abinadab, and Malkishua. The fighting grew fierce around Saul, and when the archers overtook him, they wounded him. Saul said to his armor bearer, draw your sword and run me through, or these uncircumcised fellows would come and abuse me. But the armor bearer was terrified and would not do, do it. So Saul took his own sword and fell on it. When the armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he too fell on his sword and died. What? So Saul and his three sons died, and all his house died together. Okay? Verse 7. Okay. When all the Israelites in the valley saw that the army had fled and that Saul and his sons had died, they abandoned their towns and fled. And the Philistines came and occupied them. The next day, when the Philistines came and stripped the dead, they found Saul and his sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. They stripped him and took his head and his armor and sent messages throughout the land of the Philistines to proclaim the news among their idols and their people. They put his armor in the temple of their gods and hung up his head in the temple of Dagon. When all the inhabitants of Jobesh Gilad heard of everything the Philistines had done to Saul, all their valiant men went and took the bodies of Saul and his sons and brought them to Jabesh. When they buried their bones under the great tree in Jabesh, 
and they fasted seven days. Verse 13, Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. Mm-hmm. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consult a medium for guidance and did not inquire of the Lord. So the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. Now, here we go. Wait, I have a question. Yes. So he, he killed himself, right? That's in verse four. But he fell on his sword. He ki- so what is that? What Su- is that called? Suicide. Suicide. Yeah. So he killed himself. But what did verse 14 say? Wait, I locked my phone. <clears throat> verse 14, instead of... Oh, wait, hold on. Instead of consulting... Instead of consulting the Lord, so the Lord... Instead of consulting the Lord, so the Lord killed him and gave control. Wait a minute. Of- 14 said the Lord killed him. Yeah, that was suicide. Right? No. But God... In four, it says Saul took his own sword and fell on it. Okay. But 14 said, because Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord, even consult a medium for guidance and did not acquire of the Lord. So the so Lord the allowed Lord, him to die. No, that's not what it said. It says, so the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, son of Jesse. So God made <clears throat> Saul kill himself. That's what the word says. So, right, so okay, go ahead. So, you would say if if did Saul have free will in that? Yeah, because he made the choice. Like oh, he made the choice of being did, unfaithful. What, what did fourteen say? No, I'm talking about killing himself. Are you talking about? <clears throat> yeah. It says he took his own sword and fell on it. Yeah, but God also <clears throat> didn't make him be unfaithful. I'm not talking about that. But see, otherwise. Oh, you talking about free will of him killing himself? Yes. No, because that was because he was disobedient. We know, God we him. know why God killed him. But yeah. it says Saul fell on it, took his sword and fell on it. Yeah. We would say, well, that was his free will. But no. 14 said God did that. No, yes. yeah, that wouldn't be his free will, but his free will <laughs> exactly. would be his free will though would be We're not his, talking this, about that. Yeah, but that's what led to God I'm, taking I, control. I'm not talking that, but I'm talking about him killing himself. Okay, understood. Okay. Him killing himself is God doing that, right? Okay, that's all I that's okay. all the point I'm making. Okay, that's cool. But most but people re- say we have free will. Well, did he have free will here? But we he did. The reason why God killed him in the first place is because he didn't, with his free will, he didn't obey God. But see, there you go, combine the two things. That, because they go hand in hand because <laughs> it led to his death. I'm not talking about that. Okay, but that's what led to his death, though. I know that. And so he, so his free will caused him to die. And in return, God turned the kingdom over, I guess, which was supposed to be his, to Jesse. To David. To David. Oh, yeah, David, yes. Right. So, in other words, people will argue, well, Saul killed himself. That was his free will. No, God did that. Okay. God caused him. I see what you're saying with that. Right. Yes. And just like he caused Pharaoh's heart to harden. I think this was a perfect scripture for my point. (laughs) He practiced free will because he was disobedient. God, in return, killed him. But here he goes. He... He was outside the boundaries of God's purpose. That's what got him killed. But that's part of his free will. So Okay, I'm going to give you another one. Go to Habakkuk 1. 
Is it gonna be another one to prove my point? That no, no, D. Okay, hold on. My point is, we have free will within the boundaries of God's will. Wait, hold on. Maybe I just don't understand what you mean by that. Explain that to me. You have free will within. So, if you step outside of the boundary of God, you're no longer within His will. Like, what do you mean by when you say that? Maybe well, I just don't understand what well, you're trying to say. Well, just think it in terms that, I, like I say with Jonah, God's purpose for was for Nineveh to hear the gospel. Yeah. Okay. Also, Nineveh still okay. Right, so and remember, still, Saul was Saul was a king. Yeah. So, regardless, Nineveh heard the gospel, but exactly not originally. But so, God's will is still to be done, but it may change based off of what that person. So, it's free will. So, use okay, but you always you never said that it wasn't free will. You never said that, uh, right? Yeah, so, I never said it was wasn't free. Yeah. Will. So, okay, I'm starting to understand. Think I understand what you're saying. God's purpose is always going to be done you're saying okay yes. so let me make sure i got it right that's what you're saying god's purpose is always going to be done yes who is done by may change based off of what how they live their my life. dude you by george you got it <laughs> I'm, got I'm pretty certain that that's what i was saying from the start no okay. because remember when we read in 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 um in romans 9 it says who can resist God's will. Oh, that's right. Because I was saying, like, do we really have free right? Will? Oh, but you're saying, like, as far as being a believer within God's boundaries, we technically don't really have free will. But you, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, which, well, I well, we read in Habakkuk one. <clears throat> Habakkuk chapter one and read five, six, and seven. Five. Okay, the Lord's reply. The Lord said to his people, keep watching the nations around you and you will be astonished at what you see. I am going to do something that you will not believe when you hear about it. I am bringing the Babylonians uh, to. I almost said. Huh? I almost said. Baloney. Bal- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my brain went to that. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Um, you was in my refrigerator. Yeah. Packed baloney in there. Let me, maybe. Let me finish reading. I am bringing the Babylonians, not the balonies, the Babylonians to power. Those fierce, restless people. They are marching out across the world to conquer other lands. They spread fear and terror, and in their pride, they are a law to themselves. Now. We know that the Babylonians came and put Israel in captivity. Yeah. Here it says, I am getting to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. I am raising up the Babylonian, the, na- the ruthless and impetuous people who sweeps across the whole earth to seize and dwell places not their own. Yeah. So God used that. Now, he used, he used the Babylonians and right. But the Babylonians didn't know God was using them. They he, thought they were doing it on themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. So did they have free will? They did. Within God's purpose. Sure. But they still have free will. Exactly. Nobody ever. didn't. Yeah. I know you that. never right. denied it, but it just right. didn't make sense. Like, right. Cause, cause so it's making you, sense now. A little, a little bit, <clears throat> a little bit more. Okay. Um, but, this, the scriptures you were showing me before made it sound like we don't really have much free will. But this shows that we do have free will because Moses was almost killed. 
even though Moses has a purpose, but he wasn't within God's conf- confines or mm-hmm. within God's boundaries. So when he's outside of God's boundaries, God was like, hey, you're not within my boundaries. You're not listening. You want to act, you want to do whatever you want. You can get chopped. Okay. And then Saul was, was, has a, pur- had a purpose, right? You know, the rule mm-hmm. of the kingdom, you know, the take over, the control of Nineveh or teaching Nineveh, whatever the case may be. Um, but he stepped outside of God's boundaries. Um, because he had the choice. He had the free will to do that. We have the, the choice to be in God's boundaries. I'm understanding what you're saying now. Okay. We have the choice of being in God's boundaries or being outside of God's boundaries. If you choose to be outside of God's boundaries, you have to deal with whatever conf- consequences. consequences. There you happen. go. If you're in God's boundaries, you have this plan. Okay. It is actually getting pretty clear for me. That makes right. that. That makes sense of the reason why you showed me those scriptures because those scriptures apply to people who are following God's will. And then if you're not following God's plan and God's will, you're stepping outside the boundaries of God. And that's when that free will, do what you want, if you want to, really kicks in. Okay, I got you. And now when you read Romans chapter 1 then, when he said he gave them over to a reprobate mind because they had a desire other than God. Right. Yeah. So transition them out of south, outside the boundaries of. Right. And so he gave them over to the reprobate mind. Then he judges them on it because you know, they had a m- much more of a desire for those things other than God. You know how on the first episode, so the episode before this one, you gave the analogy of a bowling alley with the bumpers? Yes. Okay. So basically, you have the bowling alley with the bumpers. Within there, you follow, you have like kind the, of. That ball goes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can. Follow God's will. That's there. It's like free will. Then the end goal is the pins. Right. You know what? Probably been a better choice. Wait, let me think about this. <laughs> we don't have much time. <laughs> this, this may not. This may not make sense. But okay, I'm gonna throw it out there, and okay. I'm gonna let y'all decide if this makes sense or not. Okay. Um, don't forget, we gotta announce the winner for the next shirt. month. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Crump, if you're listening to this, I really want your 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 thoughts on this too. <laughs> We'll see. Okay, so not just trust me. Whether you wanted it or not, you were going to get it from <laughs> well, the guys. <laughs> just throw the just throw the bowling alley uh, analogy analogy out. Okay, this that's the word I was looking for before analogy. But this is what we're going to do. Instead of a bowling alley, you're on a you're on a, a two lane road. Okay, and you know in the middle of the road you have the dotted line. Right. Okay. You stay in with those the dotted line in your lane. Mm-hmm. You know. Nothing bad happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you go the speed limit, you do all that other stuff. But if you feel froggy and want to cross over to that other lane and you get hit by a car, you you out of control because you're not in your lane. That's pretty good, dude. That's okay. Use yeah. that. Use <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I think that's better. Than, that would. I think that makes more sense to me than the bowling alley because I'm thinking of the bowling alley, right? You're in one lane and there's nowhere else to go. Like in that, like you're in your lane, but you have an opportunity to go out there. You, you may not. You shouldn't go out there, you but shouldn't you can. Go but the ball could go over the bumpers and into the next lane. Because we've seen that happen. We've seen that happen. Yeah. So, so yeah. And so the question is, as followers of Christ, because in, in, in Romans chapter 12, is is be conformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will know the will of God, mm-hmm. his good and perfect will. Mm-hmm. And so I think we would do better as far as Christians being unified if we sought his word 
and sought to please him mm-hmm. and sought to do his will for his purpose instead mm-hmm. of ours. But our purpose a lot of times trump what God's purpose is because we try to play God and say, well, I would have did it a different way or I don't want to do it that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we get our our consequences because we want to do it our way. So this is my takeaway for this episode. <clears throat> my takeaway for this episode is to be read up in the Bible. So that way, when you step out on the football field and you're getting ready to go against somebody and you don't expect to go against a six six guy, um, you're kind of prepared. So like mm-hmm. um, just like the what I talked about earlier – if I kind of – and this is like – obviously, I don't play football anymore. But <laughs> throughout the process of playing football to now, if I stayed preparing for those type of challenges, when I came across that unexpected giant, I would have been prepared for it. So the same thing with like reading our Bibles and our, and our scriptures is um, staying in the Word and applying it. So when we face an unexpected giant, we are prepared for it. And so – that was pretty dope. Uh, <laughs> You'll have your shield, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, um, and then at the same time, it will allow us to stay in the confines of God's purpose for us. And we won't, sometimes we, we stagger outside of it and we don't even know because we just not in God's, you know. That's where grip. fellowship yeah. comes in. And so I, that is my takeaway for this episode. Hey, I don't have nothing to add on that, brother. That was pretty good. Yeah, that's the first. <laughs> That's the first. That's the first. Uh, um, I feel like, though, if this was a boxing match, if, like, your points versus my points, I feel like I won, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Brother, you was you had a staggered eight count. I'm a, <laughs> I think I'm going to take my W on this one. Yeah, okay. I, I, the winner, don't forget. Oh, that. that's right. So... Um, the month of February is going to be over, so this is the last Sunday in February. So we're going to announce the winner of our our next shirt for um, people who who text in, uh, yeah, comments. Yeah, so we have a shipment coming in. So Miss Alicia Evans, your shirt is still coming, so don't worry, it's coming. Um, but for this month, the uh, winner of like my dad said, the person that you know, continually sent comments in and the, hit the text line and let us know is Mr. Bill Hester. <laughs> so um, send us a message through our text line, 330-366-2636, with all your details, like your address and stuff like that, and we'll have a shirt um, with your size and all that stuff. We'll have a shirt sent out to you. And um, for everyone else, continue to comment. Um, let us know your thoughts on the episode because it could be you. And also, when you submit your 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 comments put your name at the bottom so when we do do this we we know who <clears throat> to announce because we can't read your phone numbers what about i don't feel, state i don't feel right because we get people from other states too yeah but yeah. i mean no no you don't have to yeah but um I, I, I think that's fun but continue to share to to like uh subscribe and share you guys are doing a great job of sharing because we we getting people from around the United States mm-hmm. who's listening to the podcast, uh, commenting. Um, also remember that we also put up video short snippets on, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make sure you guys subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube page, but I am asking, I am literally begging. I'm not begging. I don't beg, but I'm asking 
Make sure you check out our website. Uh, we just revamped our whole website. We have all of our apparel items on there. Uh, subscribe to our email list so you can stay updated with everything that we have. But uh, <clears throat> our new apparel is up on our website. Check it out. We have we have new shirts. We have hoodies. We have all that good stuff. Uh, like I said, we have a whole shipment coming in. So get yourself some no negations apparel, um, some stuff to kind of like, I mean, your merch, the merch. Yeah. Hey, just in time, next next month, we're going to have a live event. You'll hear more about it. Yeah. Um, maybe next week. We'll explain more about it maybe next week. Yeah, a live event coming where you can actually come and the podcast is going to be re- recorded and it's going to be question and answers and uh, things like that. It's going to be it's going to be fun. Boom. Well, that does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning into another episode of No Negations Podcast. If this is your first time with us, we would love for you to tune in again. If you want more information about this topic or others, make sure you visit us at www.nonegations.com. There you can subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions and request a copy of our show notes transcripts. They're great for personal and group Bible studies. Also, if you liked what you heard today, make sure you leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about the episode and what you would like to hear us discuss next. And yes, we do have apparel. You can support us financially by ordering any of our no-negations apparel or by looking for that donate button. This helps us reach our monthly goals of reaching more people, buying new equipment, and providing good content. And if you're in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's right next door to the Macy's, so check us out. And if you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join the No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. While on YouTube, make sure you click the bell to subscribe, like, and please share. We would love for you to join our ever-growing community. So until next time, remember, seek God first and never give up.